everyone. We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Gary Lim, Head of Education, uh, APAC Region at Google for Education. Gary, we really warm welcome you on the show. Sai, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure being on this uh, podcast and looking forward to discussing more about what education can do and how technology is going to be, play a big part in the education and teaching and learning journey for our students and our teachers. Thank you. And uh, uh, today we have a very amazing topic, the role of technology to make education more impactful and more accessible. So before I jump to the formal questions, first, Gary, I would love to ask you about your interests, about your background, about your education, about your story, about your life journey, some inspirations from your life. Sure. Um, in fact, um, many people have asked me that question and, you know, I think education has always been a very close part um, of me. And, you know, one of the key things is because as a student last time, uh, I never fared very well in my education journey, but it was because of technology and because of my edu the educators that I've actually come in contact. And, you know, it really sparked that learning um, journey for me. And from the time I graduated from uh, university in, um, in Singapore, I actually became an academic staff in one of the higher ed institutions in Singapore, teaching the Diploma in Information Technology. From there, I actually really kind of um, stood at the other end of the classroom and was really interested in how technology can impact the way education is being brought to our students today as well as also in the future. So I have my first journey in, um, as an educator for 13 years uh, at the start of my career. And then after that, I went on to join uh, Microsoft as the Education Programs Manager and was promoted to the uh, Director for Education and Skills uh, thereafter. Of course, um, you know, education continues to be in my blood. And when I joined Google as the Head of Education, uh, looking after Southeast Asia when I first joined them. And today I'm actually looking after um, the education channels for Asia Pacific, the Asia Pacific region. So very much education has played a really big part in my life. And it's really awesome to be able to speak to it today and to share some of my experiences as well as some of the exposure that, you know, uh, I've seen across the region and how we can learn from each other. Right. And uh, Gary, my first question is, what problems and challenges, challenges do you see in the current education system? And how do you think technology can help to overcome those challenges? Right. You know, if I look across uh, education institutions today, they are very much using technology as part of their teaching and learning um, you know, journey for the students. One of the challenges that is faced by many institutions is that they have many, many systems in place, right? So many systems to capture student attendance, to capture student performance. And many a times, these systems 
are data silos because you know um it is not technology was not so pervasive in the past so schools tend to actually buy uh, software packages and you know these software packages are actually not interlinked together so one of the challenges that i see across um, asia pacific and even in developed countries right um is the reality that the data about how students are performing and all that are actually in silos and this is very sad because when your data is in silos you will not be able to look at data holistically and to be able to predict students performance holistically as well so one of the challenge one of the areas where i feel that technology can overcome these challenges is today we have multiple solutions that are becoming a horizontal platform so for example if i look at um, google workspace for education it's one of the horizontal platforms that cuts across the different boundaries of education and it allows students to collaborate allows teachers to be able to assess students in a very holistic manner and most importantly it captures information about student performance it captures information about students progress as they go along a certain learning journey and this will actually put us in a very much better position to actually assess students holistically without having to face data silos um, in the past so i think one of the things that uh, technology will help overcome some of these challenges is really making use of packages like workspace for education horizontally being able to capture that end-to-end -end journey that students actually embark on and for teachers to be able to assess students really more holistically um, and understand the different learning capabilities and behaviors of every single unique student in the system Gary, am I audible? Uh, you're audible now. Okay. Uh, there was a problem in the connection, I guess. So I will request you to repeat the answer. Let me tell you from where we need to repeat it. You were sure. telling that may, there is a problem of data. What What's going on actually? Uh, the educational institutes don't know about the data. So from there, the question was, what challenges do you see in the current education system and how technology can help to overcome these challenges? So I think maybe just to just share again, um, one of the challenges that schools or institutions actually face today is that because in the past, they've actually bought 
different uh, software for different purposes and all that. And many of these um, things, you know, you are not able to capture data holistically and you end up with data silos, right? So you have one system kept capturing student attendance, one system capturing uh, student performance, but you know, you need something that's holistically and horizontally that can tie all the data pieces together and to actually form that whole student experience journey and for teachers to understand the behavioral um, aspects of students and also the learning capabilities of every single unique individual in the system. So today you actually have uh, softwares or software as a service like Google Workspace for Education that is a horizontal and it cuts across both the teacher platforms as well as the student platforms and it allows you to capture that whole learning journey, the data of students holistically. Right. And Gary, uh, what, how has technology changed the way we approach education and what benefits have you seen? So perhaps for this question, I'll probably just do a bit of flashback, right? During the pandemic, um, in I think March 2020, when uh, you know we entered into the pandemic uh, era, and you know one of the key things was really we were not able to um, do face-to-face -face learning. But I think that was also the impetus of how we have managed to really push the envelope for um, you know hybrid and online learning, and in a positive way, we've increased the scale of teaching and learning. We are able to teach across geographical boundaries and we also made teaching and also contents more accessible. One of the key things over here is technology has always been an enabler for us and we've used technology so much in the pandemic, uh, pandemic era that you know we really managed to push the envelope in a very positive way and really it helped us change the approach to education. So with the technology, you know, it was a forcing function for us to use technology in a very innovative way. And with that, you know, today we see many education institutions relying very much on horizontal platforms like Workspace for Education. And using that platform, they are always better, they're always you know, put in a better place and understand um, how students are performing in their classes and all that. And for every student, you know, every one of us is unique in our own way. We learn at different speeds. We learn in different phases. And with the technology that has become an enabler for us, it really has pushed us to really be able to understand the entire spectrum of how a student is actually learning today. Right. And what do you think how Google is helping to make uh, education more impactful and more accessible? Interesting that Google you bring up education. this point, right? Yeah. So Google for Education, when we design our software services uh, that falls under Google for Education, accessibility is one of our key tenets. We want to make sure that regardless of area, regardless of country, regardless of geographical boundaries, our software can actually be made use by millions of teachers and students. 
accessibility has always been a key consideration for us. And it also helps us to ensure that no one is left behind. A key differentiator about how we think about education from a Google perspective is we want to be able to better give the affordance of learning and also ensure that there's social economic impact to the students, to the country, and of course, to the parents and the teachers that are always the guiding principles of how we have actually designed our software packages to help teaching and learning. So uh, can you give some examples where the innovative technology has been implemented by the Google for Education and what is, what is the impact there? Well, I'll probably pick up uh, an example from Malaysia. So in Malaysia, during the pandemic, in the height of the pandemic, I think the Ministry of Education was really innovative in, and forward thinking in their, in their whole um, you know, education journey what they have actually worked with the Google for Education is actually to build dashboards. So you had all the students using Workspace for Education. The ministry wanted to go even further, right? They wanted to understand how students are actually understanding the online lessons because remember, they are no longer face-to-face -face in the classroom, right? They are online, they, they, have, to, they have their cameras on, but it's also very much more difficult for teachers to track the attention level and all that, right? So the MOE, uh, Ministry of Education in Malaysia, wanted to be able to build dashboards based on the attributes that are captured within Workspace for Education. And this was really essential because not only the dashboards were able to actually track the performance of students, the attentiveness of students, but we also built the dashboards with parameters to track wellness as well as emotional well-being. So these are areas where we tend, we tend to leave out sometimes in our education system, but you know, understanding the wellness and the emotional well-being of students is actually key to ensure that students are you know, progressing on well despite you know, all the teaching being done online. And this also helps the teachers to identify students who may be falling behind and pay special attention to them to ensure that they are not left behind. And how do you see technology bridging the gap between formal education and practical experience? So in the past, we used to look at education just and, and focus on the full-time students who are get enrolled to our institutions, our universities and all that. Now, I think technology has really come in a big way to help us also make education pervasive for our adult learners. In the spirit of continuous education and training, technology has been able to bridge formal education for our existing full-time students, but also bring the practical experience for our adult learners. Now, I see this as really an end-to-end -end, um, ambition to really bring about that change 
of mentality where we only used to think about teaching and learning for full-time students. But over here, we are also bridging the gap, using technology to bridge the gap uh, where we actually enhance continuous education and training for our adult learners. And this is important because if you look at um, the, during the pandemic era, many individuals actually have lost their jobs due to you know, due to the pandemic and the shutting of businesses. But one of the things that came out of that is that we managed to use technology to bridge the gap and to offer online courses for folks who have, you know, lost their jobs because of the pandemic. Uh, we're able to actually guide them in a way of um, getting them to learn new skills. You, and without, without uh, a technology boundary as well right so we managed to use technology to really bridge that gap to really also reach out to some of the adult learners and provide them with um, content and curriculum that they can upskill uh, and find new skills and new capabilities so that they can re-enter the job market even more confident so that's i think how technology has been able to bridge the gap between just your formal full-time education but also bring about that practical experience uh, for our adult learners as well. How Google for Education is making it sure that uh, uh, Google for Education is not the tool only for students, but, but also for the teachers? So I think for Google for Education, we, when we look at education, we look at it from a very holistic uh, angle. What I pointed to you uh, just now about you know, adult learners also be as part of an, our entire ecosystem. Teachers at the same time play a very, very important role. As we all know, all of us have been to schools and, you know, we have been um, blessed with uh, very good teachers that have actually come and help us in our whole education journey. This is also a core tenet of Google for Education. When we build technology, we don't only look at it from a student perspective, we look at it from an adult learner, a teacher perspective, and even parents as well. Now, for teachers, what we have actually done is that we have also created Google Educator Groups, or GEGs for short. We've brought together that whole community of teachers to learn from each other in an online uh, platform, which we call the Teacher Center. And teachers are able to share different pedagogical approaches, different types of materials that they have created, different affordances for teaching and learning so that we can influence a wider spectrum of teachers, get them to understand what technology can do in the education space, as well as also for them to interact with practitioner experts, professors, and many others across uh, geographical boundaries and really enhance that collective wisdom that you know the whole teacher community can actually bring together. Right. And how uh, does Google for Education support educators in developing a student-centered and technology-rich learning environment? So one of the key things for Google for Education is that when we push out technology, we don't only push out technology for the sake of you know, a technological advancement, but we also make sure that the softer aspects, as I mentioned earlier, the Google uh, educator groups is one of the softer aspects that we've actually strongly advocated for. The teacher center that we've created 
but at the same time, we also run workshops and seminars for trainee teachers as well. So one of the things that you know, um, I would like the, whoever's listening to this podcast to really take away is the fact that technology has always been the enabler, but at the same time, you also need to create programs, adoption, um, you know, activities so that teachers feel um, comfortable in using the technology. Teachers also have the ability to connect with other educators to understand what are some of the key things that they have done to have a successful online class or a successful hybrid learning uh, environment as well. Right. And Gary, how do you see the future of learning? How do you see the future of education in the learning domain and how the emerging technologies will shape the education and learning experiences? So I think from a technology perspective, we all know that technology will continue to evolve, continue to get better with the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning. We've also created, um, pushed the boundaries for how teaching and learning is, is being conducted. Um, and again, I say technology will continue to evolve. But what we need to do is that we must not be afraid to try out these technology in our teaching and learning environment. Because in education, remember that we are training students for the future. We're not training students for today. We're training students for the future. And in order for them to be employable and future ready, they will need to be able to understand the technology that's going to be evolving and to be able to equip them with the core and essential skills such that when they leave the university or when they leave the institution, they are future ready, they can get jobs, you know, even and they can continue to stay relevant even three to five years down the road. Uh, how schools, colleges and universities can integrate technology into their curriculum to make it more impactful and make the learning of students more, you know, uh, impactful? So one thing I wanted to call out here, as I perhaps also alluded to earlier, is that technology will continue to be an enabler, but the pedagogical approaches that teachers, learners, parents and students actually go through is still very, very important. And this is where teachers are still very, very much more needed and it will not change in future, right? Teachers will continue to become a pet, will be continue to be a key imperative in the entire education ecosystem. But at the same time, when we look at technology, we shouldn't just be looking at the technology itself, but also look at how we can use and pair the technology with pedagogical approaches so that we make the affordance of learning even more exciting for our students and also our adult learners. And this is one of the key areas which I just wanted to point out because very often, we get very entrenched looking at the technology. But one of the things that you know will make it successful is the way that we apply the technologies and pair it together with approaches, uh, pedagogical approaches, and make sure our students, our adult learners and all that are able to learn effectively and apply the skills effectively you know, once they graduate and leave the institution. Uh, is there any campaign that Google for Education has launched to promote the awareness why we need to 
uh, integrate technology in the whole learning process, any program or special campaign that you have launched across Southeast Asia? So I think one of the programs that I wanted to share is that we actually launched Google Career Certificates. Now, this is not a replacement for your degree or, you know, for any formal um, credentials or formal education credentials. But this is really looking at how we can upskill um, our adult learners, uh, our students who may be graduating. How do we actually upskill them with future-ready technology, future-ready kind of um, information so that they are always ready to take on the world? So one of the things that we have launched is the Google Career Certificates, and it has been extremely successful to help the different groups of educators, the different groups of uh, learners to understand you know, today's environment and to understand the different types of technology and areas that they are interested in. How do they actually bring it forefront, uh, front and center so that they continue to become uh, future ready and um, you know, employed, um, strongly employed as well. The other thing that we have also launched is the educator certifications where Google has actually invested a lot in terms of creating content and curriculum for our educators, level one, level two certifications, so that they not only learn about the technology, but they also learn about the different learning approaches which they can actually bridge together and bring forward for the education community. Right. Gary, I think the data that I'm going to share with you, the number, maybe it's it's wrong or underestimated or wrongly estimated, but according to a, uh, some facts, right now, more than 300 million children are out of school worldwide. Do you think technology can make it possible to make education accessible for all those out of school children? If yes, how? So I think when so I think when we look at um, the number of students that have been displaced uh, due to various reasons, um, I just bring back the point about you know when Google for Education um, looks as look looks at education, we look at it in a very holistic way, and we look at it with a key tenet called accessibility, which I probably alluded to earlier. Now, we know that in different parts of the world in different countries, in different regions, um, you may be equipped with different types of infrastructure. And we know that some of the some of countries may actually require more help in getting the infrastructure for learning and uh, teaching and learning up. So I think when, when we look at programs that we launch in various regions and all that, we take into account all these challenges or issues that we need to solve as a whole and not only be able to provide technology and uh, learning uh, outcomes for the very advanced countries, but we want to make sure that all the teaching and learning um, resources, the connectivity, um, and all that will remain something at the core of what we do every single day to really innovate and make sure that no one is left behind and that our technology, our content and curriculum remains accessible even to the farthest ends of, of this journey. Right. So, very uh, and 
the stuff you shared, I'm sure that my audience will be learning a lot of out of all this. And I'm really thankful to you for joining our show. Thank you for the opportunity. Today. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, engaging um, educators, students, and, um, you know, and I hope, you know, in some way, the information that I've shared on this podcast will really uh, benefit, you know, the entire spectrum of educators, learners, and our whole education community. So thank you for this opportunity and really looking forward to staying in touch and, you know, impacting education and our individuals who are in this education journey with us. So before we end the podcast, I any closing remarks or any general message you would like to give to the education community across the world? I would say one of my messages is technology, again, is always the enabler. But I would really encourage everyone, whether you're a student, whether you're a teacher, a parent, don't be afraid to make use of the technology. Try out new ways to engage each other because that is really the starting point of how innovation will be pervasive and will really help the entire spectrum of learners, students, full-time students, uh, adult learners, and the entire spectrum of stakeholders within the education community.